In this podcast episode, let's talk about how much you should be paying your helper. Stay tuned. And as a reminder that on April 22nd, I'll be holding a live training at 6 p.m. Central Time inside the Facebook group training group and on my second YouTube channel. You can find the links in on my Instagram or in the show notes. Go to detailgroup.co slash office and you'll be able to enter an email to get notified about the training. Okay, let's go ahead and get into this episode. Thank you for joining in on another episode. I've been getting more and more requests for this type of topic on how much should you pay your helper. Um, It's also kind of mixed in with how much should you pay a partner, but that's a separate conversation. So here we'll keep it towards a helper employee. Now, I just want to preface that I am no expert at this, right? Like, yes, I talk about you should get a helper and employee when you can, but it's not like I've hired five different people and fired five different people and have paid people on different wages. And like, it's So let's, you know, preface with that, that I'm no expert, but I at least have a few steps ahead of you. So hopefully that can help you in, in any way, right? So just take my, I'm not saying it is right by any means, this is just what how I see it, and it's worked out the last two times. So apply what you think is applicable to you and you know adjust accordingly. So the question is, how much should you pay a helper in your business? Um, I, there's a lot of answers to this. There's a lot of ways that you can go about it. The way I – so let's start with this. How many hours are they going to help you per week? So if, if someone is helping you, let's say they're paying, you're paying them cash, right? If you're paying them cash and they're helping you a consistent, I'm making up numbers here, 25 hours a week, right? Like it's like a pretty consistent 25 hours a week. Then with that type of helper, I would pay them on a weekly basis. So I wouldn't pay them out every day, whatever rate, we'll get to that point, but whatever rate you're paying them, I would pay them on a weekly basis, not on a daily basis. If you're getting someone to help you, like just on a busy day, like, hey, you know, Friday I have two cars or, you know, it's going to be like a 12-hour shift, you you know, do you want to come help me? Then if they're they're helping you on a more one-off instance, like maybe on Tuesday, maybe next uh, Friday, maybe Saturday, maybe, you know, it's, it's just very irregular, but a consistent irregular, then I would pay them that same day. Um, it just, it just, it's, I think it's easier like that. Like in the beginning phases, when you need, when you just need a little bit of help here and there, just pay them off per day. But it's like, if they, if they become more consistent and consistent and, you know, more frequent hours, then it just pay them at the end of the week. It's just easier for you. Um, instead of having to pay out every single day, just wait to the end of the week and just pay them out, you know, and the way you keep track of the hours, if you're doing it hourly is as simple as just write it down on, in your phone or on a piece of paper, or like it's it's really dead simple. I don't want you to overthink this process. Um, I'm not gonna go too in depth about the like h- hiring an actual employee and like putting them, them on payroll because that's a whole other topic with like an actual accountant and setting up all the, the 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 you know federal and state taxes and all that and whatever that I don't even know about. But I was <laughs> they, my accountant told me once and I was like okay yeah I okay and it went you know it went <laughs> it went straight out the other year once once I I heard the advice. Um, so let's say that it's your first time you're like, man, I'm busy. I need someone to help me. Um, the way you find help, it's very simple. You just ask your close, your, your close friends and family members. And by that, I mean social media. Um, if you're on, you know, if you have, if you're on Instagram, just literally post a story on Instagram, like, Hey, does anyone 
want to help um, help me out on Saturday, uh, paid work, um, 10 hours, whatever. It's really that simple. Because the thing with this is you're not looking to hire a full-time employee that has experience that's going to stay with you for the next 20 years. You don't want that. You want an extra set of hands that's going to listen to your instructions to help you finish a car two hours faster. So it's a very entry-level thing that you're doing. So don't think you're like, man, I have to pay them a livable wage. I have to, you know, I have to pay them 50% of the, no, it's, it's, you know, it's your cousin that is in, 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 uh, in college and wants uh, a few more hours than, than what he's getting at his part-time job. Or, you know, it's, um, it's whoever, it's your friend that is in between jobs right now and just wants to do something. It's, it's literally just that. And it's, it's very simple instructions that you're giving them. You don't, they don't need to know every single bit of the process. You don't have to be like, hey, look, so this is a, um, a leather interior cleaner. And the reason why it's, they don't need to know any of that. You give them the exact specific rules that they're going to do when they're going to help you. So if it's literally just vacuuming, you just say, hey, look, this is how you vacuum. Just do this. And that's it. Like, we're not overcomplicating the process. Okay. You're not going to, you're not hiring someone full time right now. It's like, hey, if I need a helper, I, I just need a helper at this, you know, Saturday and Friday and Saturday, you know, two paint corrections and interior cleanings and take me a long time. I need to get these cars done with. I need another set of hands. You know, can my brother, cousin, best friend, best friend's brother, best friend's uh, uh, cousin, sister, whatever, like who can help me out? So it's very straightforward and simple instructions. Like you're not going to have them polish. You're not going to have them code. You're not going to have them do anything extensive because that's not what they're there for. It's just another set of hands to get you through the simple task, cleaning wheels, tires, wiping something down, uh, cleaning plastic and leather. Like all, basically everything in the interior is by far, you can teach someone in an hour to do basically everything in the interior. So you want to keep that simple mindset of like, okay, look, they're not here to, you know, be the next uh, A-star a player in the business and to help me grow it to $1 million. No, they're just there to be an extra set of hands to cut down your time from, I don't know, six hours to four and a half hours. That's what they're there for. So you don't need an expert. You don't need someone that's passionate about detailing. You don't need someone that has years of experience because let me tell you, the last two people that we have as helpers, they didn't have any of that. They weren't passionate about detailing. They weren't passionate about cars. They had no... um. They had no prior experience or knowledge to detailing, and it's been working out fine in terms of them being able to do their parts and helping us to drastically cut down our time. So don't think, oh, man, like, uh, you know, they need to be watching all these YouTube videos and, you know, they need to know the, the, the science behind the product. No, they don't. OK, they do not. So we're keeping it very, 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 very simple. Now. How you your pay structure to how you set them is, is going to be dependent on you. Like I said, if, if they're a more one off instance, like, hey, you know, cousin, can you help me for Saturday? And um, you just pay them that day. Now, how you pay them is it's just based on what you feel is right. Again, I don't want to get down to the science and to the numbers and to the livable wages and yada, yada, yada. It's not that. OK, the person that's going to help you just wants a little bit of extra cash. All right, so is $10 enough? I don't know. Depends on the person, the pricing, what you can afford. Is $12 enough? I don't know. Depends on the pricing, what can you afford? Is 15 enough? I don't know. Depends on the pricing, what can you afford, where you are. I don't know what's a good or bad quote-unquote wage. Just what do you think is fair for the work that they're doing? It's a one-off. So if it's for one day, right, if it's for one day, for me, what I'll do is I'll pay, like, I'm not going to pay them an hourly rate for one day. If I'm going to have them help me for one day, I'm going to give them a fair, like a higher than average, if that even makes sense, but like a higher 
payouts because they're only helping me for one day. Um, but if it's a more, like, again, if they're having, like, consistent, like, 25 hours per week, then I would set them, like, on an hourly rate. I, myself, would not pay out a commission or a percentage of the work. Like, I'm not going to be like, hey, you help me on this vehicle, you get 40% of the of, of the service. No, I'm not going to do that. That's not, to me, that just, that's not a good way about going it. You're giving up way more money. And, again, they're just a the helper, right? So it's it's not that difficult for them to learn. So I'm not going to pay out 40%, you know, 30% of the overall detail to the helper. Um, and, and think about it like, like the last time you had a job or, or at your current job, what do they pay you, right? They pay you, what, uh, $15, $16, $17, $18, $19 an hour to do what? Um, how much effort is put into that? Um, and, and just think about your prior jobs. Um, where, where did you work at? What did they pay you? Um, how quickly did they give you a raise until you got to, you know, whatever, uh, $13 an hour? Um, like I remember when I when I worked at Discount Tire, um, they started me off at nine dollars an hour. Uh, this was back in 2011. They started me off at nine dollars an hour, and within within the month, I went to ten dollars an hour, and then within three months, I went to uh, thirteen or fourteen dollars an hour, and then when I was crew chief, um, I went up to fifteen dollars an hour, and that was all within like eight months. So, and that's like and discount tire like changing tires is a uh, is way more labor intensive than detailing it, it's not as technical not technical but it's not as like um i don't know how you'd call it but it, it's it's definitely like comparing detailing to changing tires at discount tire changing tires at discount tire is 10 times harder as far as physical labor to detailing and i was doing it for nine bucks an hour 10 bucks an hour 15 bucks an hour so you have to kind of, you know, again, it's gonna, if you're in California to New York to, 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 to Seattle to um, Ohio to Texas, to, it's all going to differ. So what, is, you know, what have you got paid in the past for doing what work? Um, how much are you making on the job? How much uh, work are they going to be doing? And just make it fair. And this is for if you're doing a one-off job, right? So let's say um, like let, let, the first time I had Anthony come help me. Uh, which was a few years ago now. It was um, I forget the job. No, actually, it was it was I forget the job. I just remember it was really hot. But um, I think I made like six hundred that day, and I think we worked about I don't know like twelve hours. And I think I paid. I don't know. This was literally like three three years ago now. Um, I think it was like a hundred dollars plus. T- like we 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 uh, split tips. I don't know. I can't remember. But I I try to be fair with the pricing based on what we did. I don't I don't know how much I charged. I don't know how much I, I paid them. It's a long time ago now. Um but anyways, the point being is at the time I was like, that seems fair, right? Um and I don't even know if it was ten hours, twelve hours, fourteen, I don't know. I, I just know it was fair based on how much I made and how much work we did. And I paid for his lunch and we split tips. So overall like it, it definitely was a fair payouts uh after all the work was done. Um, now again, if you're doing more consistent work, if they're getting 25, 20, 15, 30 hours a week, then I would say, I I would talk to your helper and be like, Hey, look, like you're getting consistent hours. This is still a small business, you know, like this, it's not like we're a huge corporation yet or anything. So look, I'll give you, it looks like we're getting consistent hours with the work so I can give you X amount. Um, and just try to find a fair rate that you can pay consistently at the, at the number of hours that you're getting. That's not going to completely you know, dwindle your profit, your, your, your profit margin or your, your finances. Right. Um, and going back to the wage though, a lot of, I see this all the time when it comes to paying someone, they'll say, don't hire someone unless you can pay them a payable wage, uh, a, li- a payable wage, a livable wage. And this one 
is kind of irritates me because, okay, let's say I, right, I live off of $120,000 salary, right? And I get fired um, from my job and I want to go help you. Um, but you're not supposed to pay anyone until you can pay them a, a, a livable wage. But my livable wage is 120000 So when can you hire me, you know? Uh, on the other hand, if there is a college student, yeah, a, a fresh out of high school student that isn't going to college, um, that is waiting to go to the military, and they just want a couple bucks, you know, just to get by. Um, they still live at home, no debt, no loans, no nothing. Um, you know, they'll be fine with ten dollars an hour, right? So it's going. And my point being here is that don't. There's no set wage. That you need to pay. It's based on every individual person, on what job they're going to do, on how many hours they're working, on what you need them to do. And if you pay more, does that mean they're going to do a better job? Absolutely not. Just because you pay someone more in any field, any industry, any job, any duty, any role, just because you pay them more means absolutely nothing to the production that they'll have in the business. Right? If you pay someone uh, $9 an hour to do the work, um, you know, you can pay someone $9 an hour and they can still do a fantastic job. You can pay someone $17 an hour and they can do a crappy job, right? So you need to make sure that, like, it's not just about the money. It is 100% not just about the money, right? When you're getting a helper, well, when you're getting a helper, yes, it's about the money. But I'm saying, like, in terms of, like, you don't pay more money. More money does not mean better quality. More money does not mean, oh, Lex is calling me. I'll be right back. And the problem with picking up that phone call is I have no idea where I left off. I know it's about like uh, more more pay doesn't mean better quality. So we're going to keep on moving forward. Now, when it comes to training um, your helper, again, you, you need to know. So you, you don't like you're not just busy and you're like, I need a helper. Hey, come help me. OK, I'm here. And it's like, uh, right. So I need you to know like you you already need to, need to have in mind what exactly you need help with. So let's say it, it is a two-step correction in coding, right? Their job would be for the, the lower the um, lower priority tasks um, compared, you know, so it'll be like um, if, if they're prepping the vehicle with you, right? It's, hey, you're going to clean the wheels, tires, and fenders. Um, you're going to wipe down the door jams and you're going to help wash. And like it, it's you already need to have the game plan set um, to know what you want them to do. And then I'm telling you, the and like if you could show them on one wheel what to do and then they could just replicate that across the other three wheels. To give you an example is when I had Anthony the first time, um, we it was literally the day before we had, I had two cars scheduled on Monday. Um, literally that Sunday, the day before, I said, hey, bring over a vehicle. I don't care if it's your car or someone's, like, just bring a car over and I'm going to take you through a few things that I need you to do. And it was probably three hours of training, right? Literally three hours on the interior. And that was it. It was like, let's say 12 to 3. I paid them 10 bucks an hour for the training, right? So 30 bucks. And then the next day, I, I, I picked them up um, and we went to work. And he did exactly what I needed him to do. He would still ask questions. He would move slow. I needed to make sure he was still doing the right job. I still explained once again, once we got to the job site, what he had to do what he was going to use. Like I still, you know, I, I still babied him the first, uh, for like the first couple weeks. Um, but it was simple as that, uh, three hour training. And then from there, we just kept on going out to the field. 
I, you know, micromanaged him for a little bit to make sure he's using the right brushes, right products, making doing the right process. But as weeks went on, he got better and better. And this micromanagement that I had was lessened more and more. And eventually we were just both, you know, we'd get to the job site, unload and get to work. And as we continued to work, we would learn, um, he would, he would, you know, after every car or every car we'd work on, he would get more skills. And, you know, from just cleaning the door panels and center console to now, okay, now you're cleaning seats and now we're cleaning, now you're extracting and now we're cleaning headliner. And, and, you know, as time goes on, we're adding more and more skills to you as a person, you know, to your, to your skill set. And now you're helping me on more things. So that's literally how it went down with my, with Anthony. Um, it was literally, that was literally it with our other helper. Um, he, what was it? We didn't have a formal training or anything. No, it was it was literally Lex uh, picked him up, took him to the job site, and he just learned on the job. That's literally there was no pre-training to it, right? But that's us having the um, um, we already knew what this person needed to do, and we already knew what we were gonna show him. So uh, when we first started work, when he first started working with us, um, we didn't have any pre-training. Now he has been helping us with pain correction now. And with that one, same thing. We took a few hours to work on our on our on our work van and we get we ran down the basics of polishing and correction. A uh, correction and polishing. And but it was there like an exhaustive, you know, extensive, intense 10 hour training session where we ran no, there was not. And and we're not gonna do that. It's again, we're keeping things very simple. Um and that's and that's what I encourage you with you. You don't have to overcomplicate it. You're not hiring a full-time employee with benefits that's going to be there getting paid 40 hours a week. You know, it's that's not what you're doing here. You are just getting a helper. Now, if you want to move to the, imp- like, if you want to take the step further and you're actually going to hire an employee, that's where, you, you know, for one, you need, and you need an accountant at that point, right? Setting up all the proper uh, legal jargon, the federal, state, and all the stuff, the whatever, whatever, I have no idea. Um, but you'd actually have to have an accountant or someone set that up for you. You can't do that yourself. I'm guaranteeing you're going to mess up and you're going to make things 10 times worse for yourself. So yes, you'd have to hire an accountant to set that up. And when you hire someone as a W-2 employee, like they're on payroll, um, it's no longer just an hourly rate. So let's say like if we're paying someone cash right now, um, you know, if, we, if we're paying them $15 an hour, we just we just, we just just Venmo it to them or something, right? Um, so let's say, let's keep it simple, right? $10 an hour and they work 30, 30 hours a week. Okay, we'll Venmo them $300. And you can Venmo cash apps, whatever, um, $300 a week. Now, um, so so if it's $10 an hour, it's $10 an hour, and that's it. Just straight cash to them, right? Um, but if you have someone on payroll, um, it's no longer $10 an hour, right? After taxes and the company holds. So like here in Texas, in America, um, it's, uh, it's what is it? I, I forgot. It's, it's 16% of withholdings or, or federal taxes, right? It's 8.25 on the individual side. It's 8 point something something on the uh, company side. So if we're paying someone $10 an hour, you know, the, the the employee gets $10 an hour, but then we have to withhold half the, the, the federal and state taxes. So that $10 an hour an employee turns to like $12.50 after you include all expenses, right? And I'm, I'm making up those numbers, but you get to just like a $10, a 10 hour, a $10 per hour employee is not just a $10 per hour employee. It's now on top of um, uh, the withholdings and everything, that hourly rate increases because they are an actual cost to the company because you have to withhold taxes and all that. 
Um, and, and as you add more employees, obviously that's going to increase. And as you add, let's say, healthcare or anything, that cost will also increase because that's more that's going to come out the company. So what would be a $10 employee can balloon up to like $13, $14 an hour once you, you know, average out the entire cost of everything that you withhold for them because you're, you know, they're an actual employee and there's, you know, actual legal stuff that you do with them and stuff. Again, I, I'm like, I'm, I'm just making up a lot of numbers here. You would have to speak with your accountant because this is not like a simple, yeah, hey, let me just sign you up real quick. No, you would want professional guidance on how to properly, one, have a proper, uh, uh, your proper um, entity set up, right, LLC, and then how to properly uh, set them set them up for your payroll and how to properly set up payroll. Um, so that's something you don't want to manage, trust me, like you don't want to do payroll and accounting. Um, and for us right now, we pay someone to do our accounting, obviously, and we pay someone to do our bookkeeping. Um, all I do is upload the receipts, um, and they go and categorize everything. Could I learn it? Yes. Is it difficult to do? No, but is there, like, did I want to add that to my plate as well? Absolutely not. I, I would not be able to keep up with it, so it's way easier just to pay someone. Yes, we're paying someone, but I'm saving so much more time and headaches that they're managing it instead of me. Um, but yeah, when it comes to helper, you want to keep things very simple. I would say if you're hiring someone just to help you, it's going to be under 12 bucks is going to be good per hour, right? If you actually have consistent hours with them, if it's a one-off job, pay them fair based on the work that they're doing and the amount of work that they're going to, that you have right then and there. Um, I personally would not go with the percentage, um, just because that's a little overkill to be honest, but Hey, you can try it out, see what it is, see how it goes. And Look, you're only going to get better after your first hire, after your first helper, right? You're not going to be perfect. I mean, I've I've also made plenty of mistakes with, well, actually not really. It was actually pretty straightforward. Um, again, it was pretty, because like you want to, this is going to sound kind of counterintuitive, but it's going to help you set the, your baseline of like, you don't want A plus quality standards to the helper, right? This helper is not full-time. The helper is not on payroll, like, you know, legit payroll. Um, the helper didn't get, like, real formal training, right? So your standard for them in terms of, like, them being, like, an eight-player a, a in your business, it's, no, don't, like, you also have to be fair, right? So um, let's say Anthony, right, he, he slept in a couple times, right, um, and he didn't come out with me. Did I get mad? Am I, hey, man, I'm paying. No. All right, you're a helper. You're helping me. I appreciate the help. You're also living your life. Hey, look, you missed, you know, that's fine. It's okay. It's cool. Um, whatever the case may be, like, if if, if he comes um, to work one day, he's like, dude, I got, you know, drunk last night. I feel a little nauseous. Like, I'm going to be moving slow. Dude, it's fine. Okay, like, you're, you're here to help me. I appreciate it. That, you know, I don't need you to be, you know, so also be fair, right? So to us with the helper, I'm not like, hey, man, like, you know, uh, the uh, uniform and and proper etiquette is like, dude, I know you're helping us. I appreciate it. Like, you can leave at any point that you want. I'm not going to get hurt over it. I expect you to leave once the next offer comes to you from someone else that is higher paid because you also need to make money. And I understand that we're only paying you, whatever, uh, $13 an hour and that other person can pay you $17 an hour. So it makes total sense to go over there. So don't have this like, oh, well, I, I, I'm only hiring the best. And, you know, I expect you to, no, no, also be fair. And this, and this really, um, alleviates the stress of like 
it's just if, if you and it's not to say like oh i'm lowering my standard it's like no be fair if you want to have high standards and you want to hold someone to the highest level that you can okay then bring them on full time as a w2 employee and pay wages and do all that but if you're not going to do that and you're paying them cash and they're helping you when you need help be fair don't be like you know if they're late here and there if they missed it it's fine now obviously there's going to be a line if they're just if they just suck, right? And you're like, hey, this person sucks. All right, at that point, you know, let them go, right? Like, you don't need to keep on having them as a helper if they're not actually helping you and they're causing you more headaches than solution. Okay, then yeah, let them go. But short of that, right? Like, don't be, don't try to hold them to the highest level that you can when they're just there to help you, okay? Hopefully that, that kind of made sense there. So I'll end it right here. Um, if you have any other questions uh, or um, things that you want me to cover, cover just... Either shoot me a DM on Instagram, which is at Detail Groove, or on the comments on my YouTube channel. Um, you can leave them there as I see those a lot there as well. So on Instagram or YouTube, you can shoot me a DM or leave a comment about what else you'd want me to cover. And lastly, if you want to get into the training, that'll be April 22nd at 6 p.m. Central Time. You can check on Instagram, the email list, or go to detailgroove.co slash office. Other than that, hopefully you have a great day, and I'll talk to you on the next one.